0: You're listening to the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, Bree.
1: People can say my name and I still don't pay attention. Chris.
0: This is what happens when your number one health concern in the state is porn. Jeremy. Flicks it and then walks out and just kicks the living crap out of whoever. And Julia. This week on, Julia does everything
2: that's embarrassing.
0: Well, it's episode 266 of the New Utah Podcast. So wants to... Two sixty six divisible by two is one thirty three. One thirty three divisible by what? I think it's a prime. <laughs> I think one
2: hundred and
1: four six seven two uh, four numbers can't be prime.
0: It's not even. One thirty three is not even. Oh, I thought you said two sixty six. Well, yeah, that's the episode number. And then I divided it by two, which leaves one thirty three, and I'm thinking one thirty three is prime. Maybe. I'm just. I don't know. I like the whole prime number thing. I don't did I talk about this a couple of weeks Do you ago. you have O C D? No, like It was well, like an O C D thing. Like within within two days, I listened to like three different podcasts, all of which had people talking about prime numbers. One was um a magic podcast where someone did a thing on this this um it's a it's a Greek philosophical mathematician theory. I can't remember what it's called now. But it's basically it has to do with prime numbers and how uh, – and then I listened on another podcast, a mathematician, talk about how there are infinite prime numbers and the way the theorem proves that. And it's actually the same thing from this fucking Greek guy that that, that figured out prime number stuff. And then – what the hell? Did the do- I <laughs> just, chopper. just stepped
2: on your dog. I'm sorry.
0: Julia just stepped on Chopper. So I, I was, was going
1: to ask if someone stepped on the dog.
0: Yeah, because Phoebe was I just asleep he was over here. here. Phoebe's like, bitch, stop <laughs> fucking stepping on my brother. He's little. <laughs> He's fine. He can't hear you. That was the thing. So anyway, I heard that about prime numbers. And then there was another show, all three different shows on different subjects and talking about prime numbers. And so now, like for the last, I don't know, three weeks, every time I hear a number, I break it down into prime numbers. Turn into Rain Man. It's <laughs> I don't know why. I just think I'm like – is that Prime? Oh, Jesus, Julius! Fucking it again? killing the my hell? dog! No, she she picked him up and slapped him at the same time. No, I, I didn't. <laughs> She's just beating the he's dog. Just scared of me? He's just <laughs> I stepped old. On him. I like he's now we're scared. cuddling.
2: He's fine.
0: <laughs> 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 he's
1: just old um, and has tender spots.
0: So this is the uh, this is the last episode of the month of June. So we have our historically significant place in Utah. We kind of skipped it last month. There were other things going on. Didn't really, didn't really. Yeah, we had a really. guest,
3: though, and we talked about lots of Utah things. So.
0: Yeah, so that is fine. That was our, that was our uh, five-year anniversary episode, wasn't sure it? it? was. Sure. So.
3: Five years we've been doing this.
0: That's wild. Every day I think, man, just one more week. Just one more <laughs> week. <laughs> one more week. Yep. This last week has been particularly tough. I still haven't put the blog article up. I probably, I don't even remember what last week's episode was until I go look at my notes.
2: Wasn't it Logos Coffee?
0: Yeah, but that just says the one guy. That doesn't tell me what we talked about. Oh,
2: like all of we talk, notes, the other stuff. We yeah. talk about a
0: bunch of shit on this show that has nothing to do with our guests sometimes. So thankfully we don't have a guest to, to do that with this yep. week. month. We end. got, we got our, our own show. Uh we try to do at least one a month without any guests just to uh to talk about us. Um and uh let's start with Julia this week. So <laughs> that's it I'm no, just kidding All right, so, so no, I'm kidding that <laughs> was your chance you're done I know.
2: now no I got two things so first um congrats to the neighborhood hive they oh yeah that's goal. right they, funded, they, they got 50,000 ish
0: yeah just above their goal I well, we, they were close at the end and I'm like I wasn't scared I wasn't here's a little I was getting here's scared a little secret them. about tiktok or tiktok fuck mm-hmm. my brain's broken today <laughs> here's a secret about kickstarter um one, you should not do a Kickstarter unless you're prepared to either fund it or pull it yourself, in a sense. Um, so part of Kickstarter is to raise funds for other people. But you usually have seed money, where you have some people already ready to back you, so it starts off strong. And you need to be prepared to do stuff to to finish it out. And I don't know if this is the case with Olio, because they actually ended up offering like a ton more different pledge rewards towards the end. Yeah, so I jumped on that. And I think that was one of their... Uh, and I didn't because I had already done something, and so I just didn't redo it because I'm lazy. Um, but uh, that's something that I think was difficult with their campaign that I'm happy to talk about now that it's it's over. They should have restructured their yeah, – Yeah, their, their pledge – But their, they did it and they got it, so – Their their pledge stuff was, was really uh, rough. The problem when you do pledges like that is then people have to decide – what they want instead of like like it's okay if like one's a button and one's a t-shirt but as you get into those higher levels where you go do I from, want a
2: class do i want a year subscription or do, do i, I want, want a bench yeah. with my name on it
0: yeah like like you have to decide which of those things you want instead of it adding on to each other which is the way you run a more you successful get, kickstarter you get a shirt and a button
3: yeah and so so i really wanted like the classes and all of that but i did the bench to help them out. Yeah. But it was hard. Cause it's well, like,
2: Dad, dad's the one that pushed it over to actually be passing. I was like, they're like, whatever amount away. And he was like, it is done now.
3: So I upped mine and then I got the little confetti and everything. Yeah. And the other trick with Kickstarter, the other secret with
0: Kickstarter is if you're a few thousand dollars shy, you pledge it yourself. Um, yeah. Or you, yeah. <laughs> you, you pledge it yourself with the pseudo account. That way you don't lose the funding. Right. Um, and that's really the difference between Kickstarter and GoFundMe is the rewards. And then – It's easier to keep track of rewards and – So, you know, I don't know. I think uh, I think overall I'm really glad to see them hit their funding goal. I'm sure most of that was actually donated because I don't think they really
3: backed themselves. I know. Um, well, there for a few days they had that double backer who was yeah. like meeting everybody else's or something. Yeah, they and had a private had a couple donor. of
2: those.
0: Yeah, so that was good. I'm really glad to see them fund for sure. Um yeah. We won't stop talking about them because we're excited about so it. Cool. So
2: yeah. So speaking of them, um, I'll still be there every Saturday from eight to noon, spending for my little business. Um, this Saturday, my artwork she makes is witch going. Kits. I know I make witch kits. Uh, the the printing booth next to mine they do posters and banners and stickers and stuff, and it's all recycled materials. Um, they're featuring some of my art, so that'll be the only time you can go get prints of my art. And I know people have been asking. Those who do know me and know my art, they've been asking for prints for years. So now's your chance. You got one week to get them.
0: You finally <laughs> got some prints. You huh?
2: got four hours ready. Set go.
0: Well, what are you gonna do with all the prints that are left over? I think she gives them to me, and I can sell them. Oh, the the printing lady did your prints. Mm-hmm. And yeah,
2: so... yeah, I yeah, she took some of my art, and she's making nice. printouts for that one day. People can come buy my art on stickers and posters and canvases and whatever. Good deal. Good deal. Yeah, so that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, go support them. Get some coffee from Jad. Uh, place an order with Olio. Just try and place your order before you go if you can with them. It helps them bring the stuff, um, so they don't have
3: to run home five seconds away. Um, well, and they have a They bring quite a bit of stuff, but if there's something specific you're looking for,
0: yeah, yeah I mean the first couple of weeks they were still judging how many people would show up. So, um, yeah. What about you,
3: Jeremy? What's going on in your life? So when we ended our driveway last uh, February, March, now that it's time to run the sprinklers, which has actually been time for a little while, but I finally got someone out to take a look at the sprinklers, and it turns out they didn't cap any of them underneath the driveway. What? Yeah, they that's, said they did.
0: That's fucking uh, bad. Uh, yeah, but they didn't. So you have you're going to have to dig the lines and cap the lines. They cut the line and we're redoing the entire front section. Yeah, I mean you you have to because if you just let it run underneath there, it's gonna fucking cause a sinkhole under your driveway. Yeah, and see, there's already
3: some slight cracking, and I'm oh positive that's God. what it's from. Oh no! Like, what do you do? Like, do you go back to them and be like, guys? I sent them a message, and I, they're not gonna respond. No. But I sent them a message, and it's like, hey, you guys didn't cap any of these like you said you did. Now I've got to replace part of my system, so the whole. None of you in listener land are going to know what this is, but on the right side of my driveway on where the they widened garage, it the most, yeah. uh, the landscaper that's helping me out, he just cut the line just past the valve, capped it, and we just are putting in a whole new line. Yeah, you have It'll to. It'll just
2: be dead. Lines not being used yeah. under and the And that's cement, not basically. a big
3: deal. I mean, that's... that's Actually, fine. The problem is the problem is how much damage has it done with the sprinkling. And we haven't run it a ton, but when when I have run it, you can see water going everywhere. So that's why I haven't run it too much. But he was thinking, you know, well, we know there's a couple heads under there, but I'll just find where they're at and we'll tap in. But he got to one of them and and water's coming out, and he's like, "Where was this original head?" And I'm like, "About five feet that way." And that's when he's like, "We can't." We've you got no choice. We've just got to cut the line. Just got to cut it and re-dig and re-trench. Put and in a whole new one. Luckily, my next door neighbor uh, that rents all the equipment has a trencher. Oh, nice! And he came and trenched it for us the last odds night.
2: That your next door neighbor has a trencher. <laughs>
3: I know. Well, he he has. So he's he's an IT guy. Is it a ditch witch? He has a little side business where he rents equipment. Like like, is it a ditch witch? She yes. asked. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I love so ditch so witch. he's. He was out there when we were doing it, and he had asked me a few like a month or two ago. He's like, "Well, when you fix all this, if you need a trench, let me know." So he happened to be mowing his lawn last night as we're discovering all this, and I, I, he's he's riding by on his mower right right by us, and I'm like, "Hey, I think we're gonna need to borrow your trench." And he's like, "Okay, you want me to go get it?" And I look at the landscaper, and the landscaper's like, "I can do it, but I'll charge it." And I looked at him, and he's like, "I'll do it." So he went and got it and trenched the whole thing like in half an hour. Oh,
0: I wanna... oh that's nice. So I'm guessing I mean, that's probably we watch
2: their dog every time they go out of town. So that's
0: probably well, what trade. I'm gonna have to do, uh, because my my sprinkler system's in such disrepair. <laughs> I've really been trying to hold off on like actually doing work on it until they put that fucking wall up. Because I know they're going to cause problems. Yeah, they're going to mess something up. And basically, since the earthquakes, the sprinklers have been all messed up. But I want to redo it because, like, we've got the sprinklers on the park strip. I actually just want to take those out completely.
3: Or put in, like, one or two small mister heads that will get the whole strip. My landscaper was saying, I'll fix your park strip heads, but just so you're aware, um, Utah's getting ready to pass some sort of a... Something where they want to get rid of all park ships They should. And they're going to pay people to tear them out and zero scape them. He's like, I don't know when it's coming, but it is coming as landscapers. He's like, we've already been told that that's coming. So
2: Yeah, I'd heard that too.
3: So uh, that means...
0: We're not doing anything to our park strip. What does that look wanna... for
2: people like me who have no idea what you guys are talking about? So you know, the, you know the between, spot
0: by the sidewalk in the street—that little yeah. bit of grass. So that, yeah, the little that little spot.
1: you don't actually own that. Yeah, You land. don't actually
0: own that. That's usually a yeah, little city property for by flags city... and mailboxes and right. stuff. Right, but yeah. um, but it's grass, and if if there's grass there, you have to maintain it, which means usually sprinklers and everything else and cutting it. Um, but it's fucking annoying because it's not really part of your yard and, and it, you it,
1: it, most nice people nice overwater
3: people. it right and so what they'll do what they'll do is like they did in vegas probably 10 years ago because that's when my brother-in-law lived in vegas is they would actually not not pay you pay but they would give you vouchers so for example they'd give you vouchers for a dumpster to come cut out and haul away all the grass then they'd give you vouchers for the gravel so it didn't cost you, i mean you had to do the work but but we haven't wanted to do that for a while, so now I definitely know. Yeah. It's so he said, it's, he said, oh, it's, it's coming, just so you're aware. I'll good. fix this. I'll fix these, but it's coming. And so he kind of showed me where it was. Like it, When that day happens, go right here, cap it, and it, it won't matter. You're good. So anyway. That's good. Yeah, I, I have uh, – I really need to redo them. The front yard needs them. Like the
0: placement, whoever designed the sprinkler system for the front yard is a moron. I have no, and there's two sprinklers on the side of the house that are tied to the front yard system for some fucking reason. Yeah.
3: Well, although it seems daunting, and I realize I myself didn't do it, he trenched it in about a half an hour, and then he had the whole new that whole new section put in in about an hour and a half. Well, yeah, I mean that, the the biggest part of the sprinkler system is trenching. Yeah. Like
0: putting in the line and the sprinklers. Gluing is, it together. It's not hard. I mean, it's just. Cutting the dang holes. It's just cutting pipe
3: and, and then gluing pipe into fittings that are made for the pipe. Like, so, yeah. And then what? while he's at it, because I'm paying for it, he's going through and basically replacing probably just about every head I have. Yeah. And Because <laughs> he's like, oh, he's like well, I've noticed you've got different heads. I'm cool well, yeah, over the years, a head goes out, I just go to Walmart or, or Lowe's and get one. And he's like. The, the the way to get the best use out of your system is all of the heads in a particular zone need to be the same style because otherwise you've got one that draws two gallons one that draws five gallons yeah, Like one if you have eight. a mister versus a rainbird and he's like so each zone if you want the best coverage whatever you decide but each zone should be the exact same style head that way it stays pressured properly anyway so he's going through and
0: Well, when you replace, like, you have rainbird heads, when you replace those, do you just replace the head or do you replace the whole unit? So I have a special wrench that you have to get into. No, you you pop down in it and you pop it up and hold it so that you can replace the actual head inside of the cone instead of replacing the whole body.
3: So I've done most of them. It was the whole body. But a few of them, I replaced the head on it. But, but. I mean, we put that system in when we moved in, but that was 16 plus that years ago. Yeah, that was a, it was a DIY drop, too. Well, and we have secondary water, and that is brutal on your system. Yeah. So what kind of... I was of
2: 16.
3: What? It was like 14 years, years ago. ago? Mm-hmm.
2: I was seven. I had just yeah, not seven 16, when we moved in. You guys
0: hadn't been there that long. Like, we long, celebrated right, my
2: seventh birthday, as we moved in. What year did you move in? in?
0: We moved in in 2006. 2006. So that was 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 15 very very, very end, the very end of 2006 <laughs> 14 and a half years
2: there
3: you go anyway it's been long <laughs> enough though and i mean and i've done maintenance overall but your sprinkling system and then same thing the earthquakes that we had yeah the earthquakes ripped up a bunch messed of up a bunch of i i think that i don't, I don't think a lot of people realize how much damage those earthquakes actually did to the sprinkler systems and my deck yeah it messed up my my deck was not great to begin with But, like, it moved it almost completely off the concrete pads, Mm -hmm. so I'd kind of done a fix. But when they tore that deck out, it just, it fell over without any effort. Anyway, so that's been my exciting. I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you more detail, but I think that's probably enough. (laughs) People are like, I'm here to
2: listen about sprinklers, yay.
3: Um, this th- episode brought to you by Lawnbird. Yeah, <laughs> Rainbird. <A> Rainbird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of this big company? It's Rainbird Sprinklers, right? Yeah, yeah. Rainbird. Um, I uh, I spent several hours in my garden on Sunday morning pulling all the fucking grass and weeds up one by one by trying one. Trying to get the – Yeah, trying to leave the carrots intact. <laughs> like, you go look at it now. It's nice and – clean dirt and like seven carrots and nothing else because my peppers didn't come in. My parsnips didn't come in and I just fucking throw out my hands. I will never try. Why did I think you said you again. had parsnips? Uh,
3: I did. I tried to go. I tried to go. Was it was it you or was it Bree that sent me that thing about we're gonna spend all this time and we're gonna spend thirty dollars on a plant? And we're gonna spend all this stuff. Oh, that was me that video for a seventy-nine <laughs> cent pepper. <laughs> yeah, it was a TikTok video. Well, remember when we had
0: Farmer Luke on? He, uh-huh. he talked about that specific thing too. He said, you know, people. It's great that people are growing in their own yards, and it's really important to know how to do that and to garden. But the typical home garden costs you way more to produce what you get out of it than. What you would buy from a farmer at a farmer's market or from, you know, Farmer Luke at Peterson Farms. Right.
2: So don't make it your only source of food, like
0: a hobby. Well, and so, I mean, it's fine to make it your only source of food if if you're able to do that. I mean, fuck you guys. I don't think you realize, Julia, how much like homegrown farm shit you've had during your life. Like compared to most people, like the majority of your diet has probably been homegrown stuff supplemented by... Corn and
2: squash and potatoes and Chickens,
0: zucchini beans, and but, eggs, eggs and I mean,
2: beans and asparagus.
0: Yeah, and, and, it, and you can that stuff. What you don't onions, eat, you can and you eat it throughout onions. the year and lots of squash.
2: All yeah. year. Why is this called canning
1: uh, if somethings? we actually bottle it?
0: Uh, it's the process, can because it used to be done in cans,
3: but it's the process that yeah. pasteurizes it, basically.
1: Even in the olden days, it was done in cans and not bottles?
3: Yeah. Like 1930s, 40s, <laughs> when uh, tin cans, actual tin cans yeah. came out. Not aluminum, but tin. It, it revolutionized everything, and yeah, people actually canned with tin cans. Because you could pressurize them, and you could seal them, and you could... But then I just when thought it was the always There was a shortage of tin. That's when they migrated to bottling. Yes. Yeah. But the process is still known as candy. It's the same process, too, really. You boil stuff and you take it out and you let it sit and come if back to temperature. You did it right, you're great. And if you did it wrong, you'll all get seminar.
0: Well, <laughs> if you get it wrong,
3: if you get it wrong when you if
0: open it, it wrong, up... you
1: eat it that night for dinner.
0: That You typically know when you open it up.
3: The nice thing with jars now is they... they, they pressurize themselves right. and they a suck pop their little poppy. So the little poppy thing, if you go to open something and the little poppy's not it, and it's going ticky tick, tick, yeah, you have to throw it away. Yeah, but you gotta, let it, it you gotta like let it sit like a
0: whole day before you test it. it. Yeah.
3: Because sometimes when you pull them out, they're not down yet. They haven't sucked down yet, so. Yeah, when we do corn and stuff, we'll set it on the counter and then three or four hours later, you start hearing the pop, 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 As they're all sucking down, yeah. All sucking.
0: Well, I've got a whole bunch of marinara sauce still, like back there behind the oh, yeah. of awesomeness that I just puffed. Puss out. I just puss out. <laughs> I pop out whenever I want to make a pizza or like just just whip it out. The problem is because there's no preservatives in it. Once you open it, oh yeah, that's like it. one jar of that's too much for Brie and I for most stuff. And so like we open it. I'm like, okay, we gotta have pizza. We gotta have some <laughs> pasta and probably another thing of pasta in the next two weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like that's all it's good for. Um, but I I love it because I made like huge batches before Christmas and now I've got it all year, uh, which is really kind of nice. Um. Yeah, so my garden uh total failure. Like the zucchini and the cucumbers are really starting to grow. The radishes are the fucking Potatoes are growing
1: like crazy.
0: Yeah, the potatoes always grow really well. The potatoes do. Well. Um and my raspberry bushes are dying. I've got all my peas grew and they were growing just fine and they started vining and they connected to each other and dragged each other down and they were done. We've got to harvest our peas. Our, our peas are ready to harvest now. <laughs> so radishes, you're like, oh, when they pop up, they're ready to go. Well, they've been ready to go for a while. And they're tall. They're like half my body height tall. And I don't
3: know if that means that they're going to be huge underneath and not good. Not necessarily. So most likely they're all clumped together. So what I would do is... Anytime now, go ahead and pick a few, and when you pick a few, it'll make room for those that are still in the ground. To so keep
0: growing. Yeah. Yeah, because there's some, there's definitely some big ones. My spinach looked like it was going to do well. Started flowering, and I don't know with spinach if you're supposed
3: to stop the flowering. Yeah, you don't want it to flower. No, well, that's why. So my spinach is ruined because I let it flower. So if you cut just it just down, it go though, to next year. cut it down, it'll come back. Oh, really? You can usually get two to three. Just cut it all, huh? like cut it at the base? Cut it about an inch or two out of the ground, and then it'll grow all up All the flowering pieces just cut mm-hmm. them off? Okay, I'll have to do that. Because you can do that with all with different the lettuces. Yeah, I, I wondered because like you want your squashes and stuff to flower, but apparently you don't want your your greens to flower. No, nope. once they get about five, six inches, give or take, cut them. Okay. Eat them, and then they'll grow back. You'll get a few cuttings a season. All right, I'll have to do that because they were growing really, really well, uh, and now they're flowering. So,
0: uh, anyway. chickens will eat them. Uh, yeah, chickens love it. The flowers you? and stuff, yeah, and that. Phoebe will probably eat them
3: too. She likes spinach. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's Fourth of July coming up. We ought to talk a little bit about. Yeah, uh, don't. Like- no
1: Fourth of July. It's canceled.
0: Yeah, I mean it's. I don't know. It's canceled, but we gave. La- Go listen to last week's episode, two hundred sixty-five, if you want to hear where all the fireworks shows are. They're all on the third Hmm. Um, because Utah's stupid. Um, We have the fourth is God's Day, so we can't possibly celebrate anything on God's Day. Although I guarantee you the fucking valley will be ablaze. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Our valley has already been ablaze.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, so up in Ogden, yes, this was crazy this morning. I woke up to the news. Up in Ogden, there was a four-alarm fire that had an apartment building and a couple other buildings um, on fire. Uh, And then... um, uh, in Salt Lake yesterday, uh, or, or overnight, there was also a fire, uh, a big fire in a, in an, um, I don't know what. I think they were, uh, it was like 11th East and 4th South was the apartment complex in Salt Lake. Um, and that was a five alarm fire. So, and they had
2: to pull people out of their balconies with the ladders and stuff.
0: <sighs> yeah. I mean, none of it's a building collapse, thankfully. But, and then we had the, the fire up by Brickyard, uh, that destroyed all that new construction. Yeah. those, those um, are condos are, whatever that was. Yeah, all that unfinished construction, some of those local businesses up there. Good job. Um, So it is really easy for fires to start. Don't light off fireworks. Just please don't. Um, We'll talk a lot about uh, some restrictions. So Utah is in a a state of um, severe drought through most of the state, actually uh, exceptional drought through most of the state, extreme drought through um what is not uh exceptional in a very tiny amount in northern utah like north very far north is uh severe to moderate there is no place in utah that is less than a moderate drought zone um but the vast majority of the state like i said is an exceptional drought even in the salt lake valley um Tooele, is exceptional utah more County, than moderate yeah, exceptional is the is the worst. <laughs> exceptional is um, the U.S. Drought Monitor, uh, which is. Why not is, uh, say severe? Severe sounds more intense. So, so there's there's uh, basically um, six zones. So there's none, D zero, which is abnormally dry. D one, which is moderate. D two, which is severe. D three, which is extreme. D four, which is exceptional. And then there's no data. Exceptional
2: just sounds like slightly, like slightly.
0: <laughs> it sounds
2: like it'd be a one.
0: Not to me. Exceptional to me is like completely out of the ordinary. This yeah, is you make an exception for it. Yeah, this is this is way beyond anything normal. It's not slightly dry or moderate. Like it is so dry that it, this is just it's the driest I think we've ever been in recorded history.
1: Basically, um, you breathe on it too hot and you might start a fire.
0: And essentially everything south of the Great Salt Lake in the state is in an exceptional drought. There are some areas, smaller areas, towards the eastern side of the state and, like, the eastern side of, like, Salt Lake Valley into the high mountains there that is just extreme. Uh, but the vast majority of Utah is under exceptional drought, which means we haven't had any rainfall. Um, it means that when we do get rainfall, like we did, was it, like, last week, Harriman actually has a flash flood. Because the ground is so dry, it can't absorb water, and the dry creek bed that people normally walk along was completely full of water, just flowing like a giant, raging river.
3: That's just down the street from me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really, really bad. Um, and, and, uh, because of that, there's, you know, the governor's asked us to pray for water. Um, (laughs) that's been great. Um, a, a lot of the, the cities and counties and stuff inside of, um, Utah have started issuing all sorts of uh, of extreme measures, watering less, watering at different times. Um, you'll see a lot of the county parks. Um, I've even seen a lot of the golf courses now actually start to yellow. The, your, your stuff should I be yellow. They always
2: keep the golf courses. Though. They're just <laughs> most important. They keep the greens green.
0: Yeah. I, one thing to keep in mind, too, when you think about golf courses and when you think about – like uh county parks and city parks and stuff when they're watering, they're not watering with potable water. They're watering with secondary water, which means it's partially treated sewage. It's it's untreated water. Um there's a whole bunch of things that basically go into secondary water, but it's not normal water. So understand they're still going to keep stuff from being super flammable where they can, um, but they're not trying to keep it green. Um so most of your parks and stuff should start to be a little yellowed and the city on strips by me, they're all yellow. Yeah, and they should be. Uh, and your lawn should be. And our lawns, yeah. Um, uh, lawns should absolutely be yellow. The water that you should be using should be conserved essentially for your garden. Um, keeping your lawn from being completely dead and turning into uh, – Fire hazard. Yeah, yeah. But the drought conditions are – they're worse than they were in the dust bowls, during the dust bowls of the 30s. And so when you think of Great Depression, you think of the West, like farmers' crops and, and fields were completely fallow because there was no water and it was super dry. And so you had these giant dust storms. Um, you had fields that were just basically brown with dust, like not even dark dirt, just dust. Uh, and that's the conditions that were out there, worse than they were in the 1930s. Um, it is – Really unprecedented the the way the drought is. So um, conserve your water. There's there's a lot of things like if you go to um, slowtheflow.org, which is like a water saving website. um, There's a whole bunch of ways to save. So water less. um, You know, uh, an average quarter acre yard takes three thousand gallons of water every time you water it. Water two times a a week is what they're saying. Um, Three times. Don't be washing
1: your cars in your driveway, people. That's yeah. so many gallons of water. It's like it's actually more efficient to go to a car wash because a lot of times those places have recycled water, so check into it because they can run it through filters and use it again.
0: Um, the water. If you water, wash your car at home, you're using an average of 5,000 gallons of water for each car wash.
1: And it's not even worth it to do it on your lawn. Unless you're planning. Yes. Yes. What? And yeah. you're, it's not even worth it to do it on your lawn unless you're planning on not watering your lawn for the same amount of time as those 5,000 gallons of water. So don't wash your car at home. I know that it seems cheap. It's a nice way to cool down, but it just uses so much water.
0: Maybe I'm wrong on the 5,000. 5,000, It's So you, you have to average, I think it's like 10 gallons per minute your hose puts out. So even 10 minutes is 100 gallons of water. And it takes
3: people usually a lot longer than 10 nights to wash so our car. I pull 6,000 gallons and it takes a day and a half to fill it. Yeah.
2: So you're not taking a day and a half to wash your car?
3: No. So it might not be 5,000. It's be, a lot. might though. be
2: more like 500 than yeah. 5,000.
3: But still, 500 gallons is crazy. It's still a lot. It's
2: like 5,000. That's. <laughs>
3: still a lot, though. And it's especially for it to just run down your driveway. Into
0: yeah.
1: The... Into the gutter. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: So anyway, um, there's some other stuff on that. Um so uh don't water when it's windy because the water doesn't hit the grass, it just flies out into the atmosphere and gets absorbed by the sun. Uh well, it gets absorbed into the And atmosphere.
1: don't water too close to dawn, even yeah. if you're watering at night. Between you're watering within like an hour of daylight, there's no point because your water is wet and it will literally
0: burn your lawn. Ten ten to six uh is the rule of thumb. Water is wet. In northern Utah. <laughs> well what happens is like if you water at noon the water hits the grass blade before the grass blade can absorb that down into the soil it it acts as a magnifier for the sun rays no
2: i was just making fun of the water is wet yeah. <laughs> i like i get i get the whole magnifying thing it's like how you get sunburned in the snow but
0: yeah and in terms of what you should water um your trees and your shrubs um, those should be getting water first. Those are the things that are going to be the best for the water, Right. Um, that are going to absorb the most water most efficiently. Um, grass is the last thing you should be watering. Um,
2: grass yeah. can come back.
0: Yeah, grass, grass.
2: Your, your 100-year-old tree,
0: not so much. Yeah, grass absolutely comes back. You'll notice it'll go completely brown and dead in the middle of the summer, and by fall it's green again. Um, grass goes dormant. Uh, it's, it's just naturally how it works. Um, another big trick, especially for your yards, raise your mower up. Um, if you're, you, a lot of people cut their lawn real short in
3: the summer, you should have your blades set at like three to four inches. So we, we've mowed lawns. Well, sort of professionally, I guess the, the definition is professional as you get paid for it. We've mowed lawns for 10 years now. Yeah. All of our mowers are set on three inch. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't need to be any lower than that, especially in the summer. So like this time of year, we don't bag anything, any of the lawns we do, we mulch it. Yeah, because the, the, what happens is the grass that you mulch back down
0: retains moisture longer. And so it helps keep the lawn, yep, um, from drying out too quickly. So anyway, some water saving tick, t- ticks. Um, I, I would like to say to, um, Fireworks—they're being banned in a lot of cities. Um, the state legislative body is a bunch of giant bitches, and and won't ban fireworks. Um, probably because there's a business aspect, there's taxes to be had, uh, but ultimately um, they're not going to ban them. They've said that they're not going to call a special session to ban them. The government's—the governor's kind of powerless to ban them, or he would. Um, but a lot of city and local governments are, are are taking that upon themselves. So I know like Saratoga Springs has banned them. Uh, I think Mill Creek and Holiday have banned them. Um, Salt Lake City has banned them within city limits. Um, and and every community has essentially said we're going to be hyper vigilant in issuing fines this year for illegal fireworks. Right. So if they're not a cake pack aerial, if they're mortars, if they're single shot aerials, they're going to come find you. They're going to ticket you. On the third, on the fourth, if you're firing fireworks outside of those days, they're going to come ticket you. Just don't fucking do it. Um, I just
1: don't understand what this maniacal need is to set fireworks off when you know it could burn down your house, your neighbor's house, your whole fucking neighborhood. Like,
0: just don't do it. If you go to, if you go to unifiedfire.org, the Unified Fire Department of Salt Lake Valley, this is Salt Lake Valley. There's obviously, you know, other, um, uh, other municipalities in the state of Utah, but in Salt Lake Valley, if you go look, uh, they have a pretty up-to-date map of where fireworks are allowed and not allowed. And basically, um, Any county land, uh, any public parks, it's banned everywhere. It's banned in a lot of cities. Midvale has banned them. Um, Essentially, here's the places that you can light off fireworks. West Valley, because they don't give a fuck. (laughs) Magna, because they're poor. Murray and Taylorsville haven't haven't banned them yet. West Jordan, parts of South Jordan, Riverton and Draper. Everywhere else on the valley.
1: Where we live, people are idiots and they can start fires.
0: Nope. Where we live... You cannot light fireworks. Yeah. Burns is
1: but across the street from us is West Jordan, yes, and key corner from us is West Valley. <laughs>
2: correct. <laughs> so just walk across the street and then you can light. Well, fireworks. just well, because they're
0: not a band-
1: firework doesn't realize that 6200 South yeah. is a barrier Something's and it's not, not, not going to blow bad. back across.
0: Trust me, my neighbors have lit my house on fire three different fucking times. Like it, the fireworks don't care.
1: Different neighbors.
0: Yeah, each time and the same same neighbors, but different neighbors. No, so same, same house, house different, different neighbors. neighbors. Yeah, just because it's not banned doesn't mean you should. Do also, it. if you're renting a house, like why would you be spending as much money on fireworks as these guys do every year? Every time there's a new <laughs> rental, like they're always spending money on fireworks, and they they literally our backyard. You can't on fire. En- what
2: you can't enjoy your. Fourth of July because you're renting a house. That's, yeah, that's great. Yep. Oh, oh, I but you see. can't enjoy only your for those of July who are homeowners firepower? to enjoy.
0: <laughs> uh, no, I don't think homeowners should do it either. But maybe it's because they don't own the home. And homeowners care. are like, homeowners <laughs> are like, I don't want to fucking risk it. I'm not gonna light fireworks off. Just don't do it. Just don't. There's plenty of big displays. You don't even have to leave your freaking front yard most of the time to see the big displays around the valley. Just sitting in your backyard uh, around yeah, you your can patio just, and watch.
3: Yeah, having a pool party, the kids are gonna sit in the pool and we are. Oh, on Sunday. We
1: ensure oh. so many volunteer fire um departments down south and literally months ago they were calling and just verifying coverage and stuff because they were going out on so many calls. And that was before it was this bad and before the holiday was approaching. Fine. So don't 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 make the firefighters work so hard at their jobs, guys. Just don't
3: we're in fire season but we're not in like the deep of it yet no no and just
0: started and the, the problem is guys when the 4th of July happens like this 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 coming weekend and people light off fireworks first responders are really stretched because if someone lights off a firecracker and fucks up their hand guess who has to respond it's the fire department. It's the paramedics tied to the fire department. So they bring the whole fucking engine down the street to treat the dipshit who blew up their fucking hand. Um, cops are spread pretty thin, but cops can't even put out fires. Best cops can do is try and get people out of buildings that are on fire. But So the fire department is not only assessing injuries from morons, but they're also having to deal with fire set by fireworks. That said morons lit. Yeah, pretty much. So just don't light off fireworks. Just don't do it. You don't need to. Get a sparkler in your fucking driveway with your kid and that'll be it. Just throw some poppets. And now, honestly, how the oh, fuck are sparklers illegal? Yeah. How, how are they not illegal? Yeah, that was just they're just... so goddamn dangerous. <laughs> and people are like, "Oh, here, five-year-old, have this lit fucking fire that sparks everywhere." Yeah. 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 We're their five-year-old sparklers all the time. They, go to any. Give them company. a glow stick. Go, go to go to fucking Liberty Park on Pioneer Day. You see little kids running around with sparklers all the time. Hot, red, glowing metal. <laughs> what the fuck? Who decided yeah. that was a good idea to let kids play with sparklers? I don't know. I mean, Roman candles are just as safe. Roman
2: right? candles are illegal in Utah. Yeah, they are.
0: I, look, I I grew up I grew up in Wyoming where we got to have whatever fireworks we wanted whenever the fuck. Because Wyoming is
3: one of those states that doesn't
0: care. <laughs> I almost blew my hand off by sticking a whole bunch of different firecrackers, including an m in a Coke can, lighting it and hucking it down a storm drain, and it blew up as it was leaving my hand. I almost lost my hand. Was
2: it cool when it blew up in the storm drain? No,
0: it deafened us for
2: like three fucking days. <laughs> really?
0: And all the homeless so people bad. down there are like,
2: Whoa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> But we used to, like, look, I'm, I'm I'm wholly admitting how irresponsible I was as, as a high school kid and a, and, a, and a middle school kid. Learn from Chris's mistakes. In high school, we uh, I can regale you with stories, but we would have fireworks wars every year to the point, like, we would run around town you know late evenings in the middle of the summer firing roman candles and bottle rockets at each other pointing them at people and firing them to hit them with them we used to go up in the mountains or out in the switchbacks uh, by the river and do it and my I think it was my junior or senior year of high school I got hit in the eye with a Roman candle ball. Thankfully, I was wearing a pair of glasses, and it just burned a hole in the glass. <laughs> Literally, a hole in my glasses that I just lived wow. with because I was a poor college student following that. But I just lived with, for like two years, a burned hole in my glasses. Did I stop when it hit me in the <laughs> eye? No. <laughs> we kept going. You, so you're basically
1: saying you're the
0: all. dumb morons that were warning people. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I lived in the sticks, and we were shooting fireworks off in a literal desert where there's nothing to burn. There were there's not even sagebrush. You've been up there. I've taken you up uh Mormon Canyon. Yeah. It's just dirt. There's nothing to burn. the truth. For a long way. So it's it's not going to cause a fire. That's where we were doing that shit or in the middle of the street where definitely there could have been a fire. <laughs> <laughs> but But not a bush is, fire. Don't do it. It wasn't smart. I'm telling you this is a like I had fun doing it and looking back, man, I was stupid. Man, that was a really bad
3: idea. Public service announcement:
0: There is a reason some of those fireworks should be illegal, and they are, in fact, illegal in the state of Utah. So, just don't do it. Don't like fireworks, guys. Um, so I might do something on the website. Actually, um, you know, we talked to a lot of uh, food truck vendors mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of restaurants. Um, you know, Viet uh, Fam, Fam phan Uh, you know, Pretty Bird. Um, used to own Current. Uh, Until they close that down Yeah. Um, But owns Pretty Bird um, And Pretty Bird's new location is actually Where Sandpan used to be on 7th and 21st Mm -hmm. So much bigger I think they probably will run out of chicken less So that one's the one that I'll go to Um, The
1: parking is better
0: Yeah that's for sure There is parking parking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh there's parking at the other place too You just gotta pay for
0: it you know, we've talked to we've talked to the guys from Bubble Bee Grill. We talked to a lot of restaurateurs and and people in the food and restaurant industry on the show. Uh, and I was talking to someone uh, earlier this week, and they said, "Why don't?" Because we have you know the one things we have um, the historically significant places and the famous people and all that stuff about Utah. We don't have on the site as a section just for food. And um, I was thinking it would be a good idea for us to do. Uh, Like, maybe a top 10 of our picks, um, you know, where we could talk about, you know, coffee shops that we really like and food trucks that we like and restaurants that we like. Uh, I think that would be something that a lot of people would dig. So I wanted to maybe we can do something like that. Maybe I can go back through and like tag uh, all of those blog posts and stuff. And all your extra time. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so much extra time. You're just so, so, so free. Everybody. So I was
0: actually talking to uh, the guys. So it's no mystery. I don't think if you've listened to the show, uh, I do some work on the side for uh, Food Truck League, which is a, a local Utah company that um, helps food trucks find places to be. So they do a lot of scheduling and booking for business complexes. They set up big food truck league nights in different parts of the, the, wasatch fronts they have them up all the way from ogden down to in fact they might even have some in logan uh, all the way down to provo um and so like for instance on wednesday is the there's i think daybreak has a a food truck night um they do a, a, a night at their hub on wednesday actually as well um there's like eagle mountain murray park they all have league nights anyway so i was talking to Uh, Taylor, the guy that runs Food Truck League, uh, about that idea, Um, and he wanted me to talk to everyone about uh, this charity thing that they're doing, which is this uh, food truck passport. So essentially... Uh, they partnered with, I think, 30 trucks in total, uh, and a few other corporate sponsors like Discover Card, um, to, in fact, I think Discover Card actually put up a lot of money to, to help with this. But essentially, um, there's a, a it's one of those, it's a coupon book, so you know how I like the, was like the Utah card or something like that. Like happening
2: just- little high schoolers sell them yeah. every year. Yeah. No, it's like the, uh, the elementary kids. That's no, happening it's, books. Books. it's like the it's happenings book. Whoever it the, is, yeah, so little
0: coupon books. Yeah, and, the Utah yeah. happenings books. So they're coupons for stuff, and you buy them because you want to help support them. And then you probably don't ever use the coupons if you're like me because, you know, whatever.
2: Or you really use it once, and then you'll forget about it. Uh,
0: these are actually all – so all the all the profits for these – Uh, are going straight to, uh, charity. So there's, there's a little bit of, like, essentially like printing and marketing capital that has to be paid for on these, like to get them out to places. Um, uh, the food trucks uh, have all volunteered their, their services and their time and their food. Um, so there's four charities that the, the, the proceeds or the profits of all these go to. Um, I should say profits to be accurate because they do have some sunk costs that they're having to, to pay, pay back
2: for your gas and all that. Yeah.
0: Um, they are $25 each. Um, they support the four street clinic, Utah community action, Volunteers of America, Utah, and the Utah YWCA. So it's four very localized charities um, that are are very focused on caring for the community. Um, and essentially, what the book is is a book full of there's I think 30 trucks uh, around the valley. They're all buy one get one free offers, and it's not buy one Heck, get one free. Yeah. Like some of them are like buy fry you know fries get a fries free and or an entree. So. Basically, if you use this thing three times, you've already paid for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a good way to support, even if you use it none, <laughs> it's a good way to support those charities. Um, but ideally, you know, you'll go out and try some of these trucks because there's, I mean, there's, there's some big ones like, the, you know, Cup Bop, just because everyone knows who they are. Um, there's Bruges in here. Oh, get a free Cup Bop, guys. The Cluck Truck. Um, yeah, Cup Bop, you know, um, one Cup Bop, get another free. They also have the same deal on Mondu. Um, which is kind of cool. Hondu. There's the Kind Grinds, which is like a Hawaiian, like it's a it's a Maui grinder thing. I don't know. Hmm. There's the District Thai food truck, which is really good. Fry me to the moon. Uh, the Jamaican chicken, chicken, the Jamaican kitchen, <laughs> <laughs> which is a really popular. That's the title food of truck. it. It's the Jamaican chicken. Um, let's see what else. That pizza cone truck. Uh, Rickles, uh, food truck is in here. Um, there's a bunch. Like I. There's, like I said, there's thirty of them, so I thought it was pretty cool. It's just a, a charity thing um'm pretty sure that the salty pineapple is actually a swinger truck, so be careful <laughs> is it upside uh, down part of, no, it's not so uh but anyway um oh I think umami or unami I, I don't know I can't remember which one is in here let's see. Uh, Umani, which is a really popular food truck around the valley. If you've not had their stuff, it's really good. Uh, anyway, I'm showing these guys this book like you guys can fucking see it while you're listening. Uh, so I can take some pictures and post it. Yeah, I, I wanted to uh, – I just wanted to mention it because I think it's uh, it's it's for a really good local cause. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you just because I do work for them that it is – it's all above board. They're not paying salaries or any shit like that. They're paying printing costs basically uh, and the marketing costs to like – create the website and advertise these, these things and, and get them sold. So, um, you can go out to, uh, hold on. I'll give you a little website. I gotta find it in my little notes here. Uh, food truck, face off, slc.org. Um, uh, so a hundred percent of the profits go to those charities. Um, like I said, there's some marketing dollars that they get spent. They're trying to raise a hundred thousand dollars, uh, right now. And the book values are probably around $300. Know, 30 trucks figure about 10 bucks each so looking at these like if you got a free cup up and a free mandu order a mandu that's like 15 bucks that cup Pop. like that's more than 10 dollars and all of these are at least a free entree from what i can see i mean some of them are like a free drink and a free entree and uh but they're all at least buy one get one free so that's cool yeah cool cool little idea uh and um you know, I usually hate those books, but these are good causes. So it's not a rare, random fundraising thing for kids at school selling chocolate. <laughs> God, no shit.
1: I'd take some chocolate right now,
0: though. Did you Did you hear, though, like the Girl Scouts this year because of the pandemic, they're going to they have to dispose of like hundreds of thousands of cookies? Because they just didn't sell, throw them, I, in, cell, throw them in the sure river.
1: Can we I find can out where they're doing that
0: at? Uh, No, they. I don't think they can, actually. It's um, crazy how all that works. Did
2: you tell them they were the Lord's Jeeps?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering, though, because like Dairy Queen has the Thin Mint Blizzard thing. I was like, is that because they have all the like extra cookies? They, they bought, like,
3: like pallets.
0: Yeah. Fifteen million boxes of Girl Scout cookies oh were unsold.
1: That's so sad.
0: Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I think they're trying to figure out a way to not have to just throw them away. Um, but I think that
1: they were. I had heard that they were doing some like half off thing, but I think you have to know how to get that, and it's not on everything. But I don't yeah. know. Look into it, people, because it's so worthy. The Girl it's Scouts really, do
0: good things. Yeah, it's they don't really discriminate
1: stressful. like the Boy Scouts do.
0: That's true. They're all inclusive. What? I don't want to talk about that. I don't like Karen.
2: <laughs> we had to tell my ter- my Karen story. Why? Because it's funny.
0: All right, I'll be the judge of that.
2: Okay. So, um, I'm a dispatcher, for those of you who don't know, and the other day, um, we had this lady who's trying to call in for her mom, who's, like, 90-something, and their signal doesn't come through, so we call them, we leave them a voicemail, like, we're gonna send for help if you don't answer, um... So it comes back in, and this time it does come through, and I'm the one who gets to answer it. And she just starts with, that took way too long. That's not acceptable. That's not okay. Like, what happened? It's like, well, we're, we can only get your call as for as good as your personal phone service is, and their service sucked. Um, and she's like, well, you didn't even try to contact us. Like, we could have been dead by now. We called you. We left you a voicemail. We were going to send help on the way. Actually, I need to tell them to stop sending help because you didn't answer the phone. No, you didn't call us. I'm sitting here right now by the phone. You didn't You didn't call us or anything. You didn't even try. I'm like, yeah, I promise you, we called you. We left you a voicemail. There are no voicemails on my phone. I don't have a single one. See? She hits play, and it says, you have 12 messages. <laughs> and she went,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I left the room. <laughs> The end was kind of funny. I don't know if the whole. Thing was <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why do we call them Karen's? Who decided that that was the name?
1: I don't know, but I feel really bad for my friend Karen because she's not a Karen at all.
0: I feel bad for I feel like anyone the people whose named name
1: Karen. are Karen aren't generally
0: Karen. And if you're naming your kid Karen right now, you're just an asshole. I mean, really.
3: Mm-hmm. It's like totally Munsoning. Yeah, I don't see that being a popular name. That's like,
0: that, I don't like. I don't get why it became Karen. Like, like I don't understand how that happened.
3: I don't
1: know. When I picture a Karen, I kind of picture that that lady from uh, Kate and Aid or whatever that had the
3: oh yeah the, the original John and
1: Karen. Kate yeah and and her hair and like she's just always yelling at everybody for everything.
3: Maybe that's why. Maybe that's the not original. Karen, but yeah, she's kind of the original Karen. I don't know. I just think it's weird.
0: All uh,
2: right, who's drawing the card this week?
0: Oh, fuck, we got to do stupid tarot stuff. Yeah,
2: it's not just your podcast. It's all of us. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> He's like, yeah, it is.
0: <laughs> if I stopped, I don't know, it would take you guys some monumental effort to keep going, probably.
2: Yeah, probably.
0: I'm not saying it's my show. It's but... my
2: one moment, because I don't know anything else about what we're talking about.
0: Alright, we'll pick a card and then we'll you move had, on. have like three weeks to
3: study this Yeah, shit. the stuff
2: that I looked up is stuff that I'm sure you guys are already going to say. So, this week's card is the sun.
3: The sun. The sun. Makes sense. It's fucking hot up With outside. the heat and everything. I that know, right? Bad, right?
2: Pretty much. Let's...
3: I get
0: Brie looks particularly in pain right now.
2: The sun, it is the sun god
3: Ra from Egypt. Ra, Ra, Ra. Mm-hmm. Sis Bumba.
2: All right. And- <laughs> rah, rah, rah,
3: ass. <laughs> Kick him in the ass. Rah, rah, wee. Rah, hurry. Rah, Kick
2: rah, him rah, in we. the upper knee. All right. Um, our words are satisfaction, accomplishment, joy, luck, and vitality. Just
3: can't get. That.
2: I almost said fuck because I wasn't paying attention to what it said. <laughs> joy,
0: fuck, and vitality.
2: Yeah. I mean, sure.
0: Take pictures of that and send it to me. I won't put it in the blog. <laughs>
2: do all this thing I don't, for nothing
3: <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know I probably will, but I'll have to You can post it on the Instagrams Sun God, It's going to go
2: on my Instagram if nothing else so. Yeah, I mean, I've have... started stealing the tarot of the week as if I'm thinking about doing it on
0: my own Instagram and not just reusing You could, I don't know I'm not sure that's how tarot works though I think that's what's I Maybe we should do like a full tarot reading on the Are show. there rules to tarot?
2: People do a tarot of the yeah. day all the time Hmm you just pull a card and that's your little
0: fortune for them. All right. But Pe- people you know. also... I do
2: oracles. I don't really do tarot much.
0: That's how you said I do oral. I'm like, you don't need to say that. <laughs> that's really not something that we... Why would I at. say
2: that out of nowhere? We're talking about cards. Uh, I don't know.
0: I Where you is you my your mind? Broken. My brain's broken. I told you that when we started the show. Um, so we're going to continue the show. And without a guest, uh, we're actually going to spend some time talking about the historically significant place within Utah. And it's really more of a... Uh, an event, a period, uh, a time. So we're going to talk about Camp Floyd uh, and the, the Utah War, which is an actual war within the United States that occurred that was pre-Civil War. Um I don't know. So we, and we've talked about some of it before.
3: Yeah, we've talked about bits and pieces of it. But this now
2: I get to really delve in we've talked the about weirdness.
3: The, this is where the Mountain Meadows Massacre came from. Um, yeah, it was all part of it. It was just this
0: conglomerate of weird. Yeah, and it's, it, it's also known. That could be a shirt conglomerate,
2: conglomerate
0: of, of weird. There's also, a, it's also known as like the Utah expedition and Buchanan's blunder because it was basically like the biggest fuck up in Buchanan's presidency. Um, and so we we'll, we're, we're going to talk about that. Mostly I'm going to let Jeremy talk cause he he loves this stuff and he's like super, I'm waiting. Basically anything that makes the Mormons look
3: like assholes, Jeremy <laughs> is on top of. Well, it's just, it's because I've researched it like in depth throughout my life all right, so let's get into this. So the the whole Camp Floyd issue is kind of a bunch of issues tied into one, sort of. Uh, so so where it all begins is uh, President Buchanan is made president. One of the first things he does is he's looking at the Utah Territory. Uh, Brigham Young has declared himself governor, but. The, the, the united states doesn't recognize him as yeah, governor i
0: mean and keep in mind because utah doesn't actually become a state it doesn't get statehood until
3: 1896 so we're still just a territory, territory. but he's calling himself the governor which is troublesome and then all of these so called elected officials are not sanctioned by the united states no so, they're all brigham's people so there's already some red flags going on there um one of the big things that that tip the scales is the Mountain Meadow Massacre, which we have talked about before. So just before the Mountain Meadow Massacre, all of these, there were items, there were issues, and the government was keeping an eye on things. But after the Mountain Meadow Massacre, which happened September 11th, 1857, and we've talked about it in previous episodes, so I won't delve into it too much, but short short story is uh, a group of Mormons From the Navu Legion, which is, which is the church's militia, which once again, a church cannot have a militia. It was illegal then, it's illegal now. You think about it. A church starting their own army. It, 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 it's it's, it's that's, I mean, that's the shit that had the Holy Wars and everything else. Like, well, and then Koresh, and I mean, it's just all these other things. Like Koresh started his Yeah, that,
0: well, and that's, I mean, that's the thing. Like, when you think of, like, the crazy, like, psychotic cult militias, they're all religiously identified right. and a militia, which is the two things. You can have a militia. It's totally legal to have a militia in this country still today. In 2021, you can have a militia. You just can't be a
3: militia of a religion. Of a religious... So, so you've got a religious militia, you've got a religious leader who has declared himself governor, and then all of his cohorts are all of the people in political office. Not, all, oh,
0: not to mention, everyone already fucking hates the Mormons anyway. Right. They got, you know, basically bounties put on their head in, in Missouri. They, they got chased out of. Can
2: we, can we take a moment to explain why everyone hated the Mormons? Cause the Mormons just think everyone hated them because they were different.
3: So there are a number of reasons. One, and would, we actually talked about this in an episode. So I don't know, sometime in the last I'll give a real, if there's was, a new
2: person listening, I'll,
3: I'll give a real, Brief background. So, some of the things that the Mormons had done back east is one, they started a bank, uh, took money from all kinds of people, used it unwisely, and when the bank, when that particular bank went bankrupt, they came after the Mormons. Joseph Smith targeted Featherham. That was one of the reasons. Also, not
2: just because they didn't like.
3: They had also started the Nauvoo Legion in Nauvoo, which uh-huh. once again was an illegal militia started by a church started by Joseph Smith. And so it was basically Joseph Smith's own private army. So they'd had issues in the past. And a lot of the,
0: a lot of these, you know, militia generals, um, that worked underneath Joseph Smith and even Brigham Young, um, the stuff they did was really fucked up. Like they were killing people under the guise of like, it's okay
3: because the church said so. God told us to. God told us to. Well, in fact, Joseph Smith made himself the general.
0: Yeah, like I mean, it's like a these weren't good people. I don't like. I know that Mormons hold their history in esteem and think they were, like you know, wrongfully persecuted. They were fucking terrible people. They did really bad things. I'm not saying everything that they've done is bad. In fact, I'm a I'm a firm believer in how much good they do for our community here locally. But their early days, you gotta understand, right? Like people make fun of Scientology. Because we think it's crazy that a guy that wrote fucking science fiction books for a long time decided to start writing books about how a fucking alien came down and like, that's how the earth existed. And, you know, we should be going to this alien place. And I don't know all the history. I'm really fucking it up right now. probably It doesn't matter. But people think that's absolutely insane that this dude, L. Ron Hubbard, wrote all this science fiction and then suddenly made a religion. And now there's all these devout followers of this really crazy religion. Mormonism is based on the idea that a kid found some fucking golden plates in the dirt, translated them as the word of God. And no one's been able to confirm this. And like he wrote these things. And then when he was asked to do it again, he's like, I can't.
3: Right. And then the golden
0: plates were taken back by the angels. Yeah, so, so yeah, they're not really no there. Proof. And you just have to believe me because I'm the only one on earth that could translate them. And God told me to. And look, I'm, fucking all the way back to like any Judeo-Christian belief is just as fucking ludicrous in my opinion. Like, oh, God lit a bush on fire and told me all these fucking things that you guys got to do better. Like, right. those aren't like, th- these are all crazy time stories. It's just like, you think the fucking Greeks were insane for believing in multiple gods it's not much different just because you're monotheistic you still believe right. in something that can't be proven so but the the fact is like they were not great people to begin with the polygamy and the 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 murders like that that was all stuff that happened and they were doing stuff that was illegal i mean bottom line whether god told you to or not they're doing stuff that's illegal and and so i mean this does lead us to the mountain meadows massacre
3: and, right. and if you look back i don't remember what episode it was but we did a whole big long piece well, so it was when we were doing our infamous utahns because john d lee was the was the scapegoat that the church. That's right. Cause the church was like, Oh no, we didn't tell this guy he could do it. He will excommunicate. And so in him. fact, John D. Lee's final words were, I've been sacrificed in a cowardly, dastardly manner by Brigham Young. That was. Yeah.
0: A- and, and so, but the Mountain Meadows massacre, we'll just, we'll just like give it a real quick summary. Basically what happened is, uh, the Mormons, uh, weren't happy with uh, some settlers, Uh and and uh, they basically got in cahoots with the Native American tribes in the region. With a handful
3: of Paiutes. Yeah, with some Paiute Indians. They all dress up like Indians. <laughs> they fucking go in and murder this whole town, basically. All but, all but 17 kids under the age of seven because yeah. they figured they were too young. Basically to little kids that couldn't do anything. Uh, and then say, oh, no, the fucking
0: Paiutes did it. Right. And it wasn't, everyone knew that it was the Mormons that did it, and, and, right.
3: and, so anyway, it's just like really big travesty, like whole, basically fucking genocide of a town. Um. And the funny thing is, on a side note to this one, then we'll move on. It wasn't until September of 2007, 2007, that the church finally admitted that. Y- they orchestrated that, it. Yes, the members of the Mormon militia planned and committed the killings.
0: Yeah, so. <laughs> So on the backs of all this stuff that's happening um, in in the mid to late 1850s, um, Buchanan is basically faced with this decision like, great, there's this these fucking guys out here. Um, they're 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 in a position to basically secede. now. You, and you have to understand, too, Utah was a southern state. Utah was was very pro-slavery. Yep. Um, you know, regardless of how many slaves we had or didn't have, we didn't really have any, but Utah was very pro-slavery. And we were in a position, we're basically looking like we were
3: trying to form our own nation inside of a nation. Well, because we had already, we as in Utah at the time, had already declared themselves the nation of Deseret. Yes, yes. So, so the other fear was whether or not they secede, whether or not they try to become their own nation. The South was already in the midst of trying to do that in a well and in a position to fund and send armies to Utah to help Utah because they wanted the Southern. Yeah, because then they could continue there. And
0: and, and you got to understand this period of time. The Civil War started in 1861. So this is just pre This is War. 1857. Like this is on the brink. So the things that are going on nationally, there there is this big fight about slavery going on. Uh, the Civil War didn't start overnight. This thing had brewed for a long right. time and this was a big key point in it. And so Buchanan was like we can't have this. Like we we've got to fucking put a stop to these guys. Let's we got to get this we've got to get our governor in place of this territory and yeah, kick out a real governor. Yeah, we got to have someone that the, the federal government controls essentially uh in in place and kick out this Brigham Young guy, um, you know, disarm this militia. And so they decide well we're going to we're going to take our our troops to them. We're going to create a fort, uh, there, and we're going to march through Utah. We're going to put up a presence, and we're going to push these guys back down. Um, and the the what was the Nauvoo um, Legion, Legion, the Mormon militia, essentially at
3: the time, basically fucking harass these guys coming in. So, so yes, yeah, so it was it was about the time that the Mormon massacre occurred. All in Washington, all of that was happening, and they were sending the troops, the the militia harassed the troops long enough that the, it took them an extra five, four or five months to get here. Yeah. Cause they would burn their wagons. They would, uh, kill their cattle. They would scatter their cattle. They yeah, would, they,
0: s- they would go scare their cattle in the fields and get rid of them. They would so,
3: burn fields leading up to them, disrupt again, the road lines. Let's put this in perspective. So here in Utah, we've got Camp Williams. So you don't like what's going on in Camp Williams. You sneak in at night and blow up army trucks. That's illegal. So once, but then, that's what was going what? on. <laughs> but that's exactly what they were doing. So <laughs> put it in today's perspectives. Like, take oh, what's his name? The polygamist dude. Oh, what's There's his? a bunch of polygamist the, dudes. The main one. Uh, oh, Warren Jeffs. Warren Jeffs. So let's just let's <laughs> the just <main> pretend one. <laughs> the main one right now. He's the so let's the, just the imagine superstar imagine. polygamist. <laughs> Je- more uh, So Jeff says, "I'm a prophet." The rest of the world's like, "Okay, whatever." Then he starts to build that temple, and then he takes all the wives. Well, let's just take it one step further, and then he starts his own army, and then he makes himself governor. And, and then the
0: U.S. says, you can't do that, and they start sending troops. and In the midst of them sending troops, he's blowing up their supply trucks and their yeah. water trucks and their fuel That's- trucks.
3: You don't, like, he's disrupting
0: the rail, railway. Illegal. So, but this is going on. I mean, this is, guys, this is the 1800s. This is the fucking wild, like, literally oh, yeah. the wild west. Like, this is, this is the time in history where people were able to just go, boom, it's mine. I put a flag down. It's my fucking land. I own it. Like, yeah. just do whatever you want kind of times. And so, they're, they're, it's crazy. Like, reading the story, it was really confusing. Like, if you don't know anything about the history, because basically Brigham Young is, trying to fuck over the army as they're trying to come up. To the point where he has all the citizens of Salt Lake ready to burn, burn their homes to the and leave as if opposed. the army
3: settles in. Yeah. So the army to 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 make a show, uh June twenty sixth, eighteen fifty eight, twenty five hundred US troops, and a thousand civilian employees marched down Immigration Canyon and right down center of Salt Lake City. You have to understand. <laughs> and made camp on what is now basically twenty first in Redwood.
0: You have to understand thirty five hundred essentially US Army
3: troops rolling into town. Well, in the eighteen fifties is a lot. The entire inhabitants of Salt Lake at that time was fifteen thousand. The entire population was 15,000. So you're talking a fifth of the population shows up Fully ready armed. to fucking fight. Fully armed. And they had with them, they had the 5th and 10th infantry, the 2nd dragoon, Degrun- dragoons, and the 4th artillery. So like, it's, heavy. Yeah, armor. like this is, they're ready for war. And in fact, that's basically what's going
0: on. So this is called the Utah War, and, and this is kind of the start of it, because this Mormon militia, and it's essentially 1857 and 1858, they're they're doing tons of shit against the U.S. government. The U.S. government says, no, we're going to install a governor. We're going to have a big troop presence there. In fact, it was the largest troop presence in the U.S. at the time. Yeah.
3: At the, at its peak, there was over 3,000 troops, troops,
0: which is, I mean, Three thousand doesn't seem like a lot in today's world, right? Like three thousand people live in Kerns, but you but take that when the whole entire population was fifteen thousand. <laughs> yeah, and you have 3,000. This was a huge army base essentially at the time, right? I
3: mean, this is this is Hill Air Force Base in the middle of Salt Lake City, right? So they set up on the twenty first South and Redwood, basically. There's, it does, They're there for a little while, a relatively short. Yeah, it's of time. it's a, it's essentially a camp, and they go.
0: Okay, so to to. To avoid basically murdering people because that's where they were. Like we said, you know, Brigham Young had people convinced to light their fucking houses on fire. He had instituted martial law in Utah, which, again, you can't fucking do as a territory (laughs) without federal permission. Well, that's terrorism. I mean, (laughs) in today's world, it 100% is. Like, that would never happen. But it was the Wild West. And so to avoid, like... To avoid the like crazy amount of of you know actual potential genocide, um, you know the the army says okay, well we're going to set up base really right. close, and so they pick a pick a location, um, uh, Cedar
3: Valley, Cedar Cedar Fort. Yeah, but it was Cedar oh, Cedar, Valley Cedar, Valley at Cedar Valley originally. The time. So they go to Cedar Valley and basically like well, so what? and part of that agreement was Brigham Young steps down. And they install, uh, Cunningham. And they install the Cumming. new, and, and that was part of the agreement. So they install him, bring him steps down, then they go to, down to, yeah, Cedar Valley at the time. Now it's called Cedar Fort.
0: Well, and it, there's two. So Cedar Fort exists, but there's also Cedar Valley. So originally they went to Cedar Valley. Where this is, guys, is, um, it's basically just west of Utah Lake. So there's, there's a, a chunk of the ochres that sits there. Um, it's, it's basically south of where Eagle Mountain is now. Um, there's, so- there's a little valley right at the base it's of those mountains. It's very
3: strategic though because at the time Salt Lake was the biggest city and Provo was the second and this is right in Smack between. dab in the middle. So where the army could be activated and go to either spot. It's the same reason the silicone slopes exist in Lehi. And and it's that same
0: the mid, spot. it's the midway point. I mean it's obviously it's closer to the freeway system but it's the, it's the midway point between the two. Um they had the you know the water from Utah Lake available to them. They had protection on the uh, west because of the mountain range, because no one's going to climb over that mountain to get them. <laughs> so it's a very good defensible spot, Uh but also pretty fucking worthless in
3: terms of land. Yeah. <laughs> they find out real fast. And so they- Well, uh, so they sent out their Corps of Engineers to search the area, and they're like, we got to find something better than this, because this is garbage. So then they take over a town. Fairfield. Yeah. Fairfield, which is maybe 50, 15 miles, if that. Farther west. It's essentially closer to the lake. So it's not much farther away, but it's got the river. It's, so it's got water. It's got fertile land. It's got a place that they can actually grow things. And if you don't know where Fairfield is,
0: don't worry. There's 98 people that live there right now. So (laughs) So. it still exists, (laughs) but essentially, I mean, this becomes, uh, this becomes, um,
3: uh, Camp Floyd, uh, is, yeah. is, is Fairfield, is what is now Fairfield. And it's named after the, de- the head of the Department of War, the Secretary of War, John B. Floyd, is where that name comes from.
0: Yeah. And, and so they start building this place and this, this place was pretty impressive. Like mo- most of it, if you go now, you'd never know it was there. All really. that's,
3: the, all that's left is like the one little meeting hall, the, the, the footprint. So the foundation is there. And the little cemetery—that's it. There's, and you because don't the really... c- because the
0: cemetery had a wall around it. Yep,
3: and it's still there, and, and it's still there because cemeteries don't go away. Once you bury someone, well, uh, the other thing to keep there. in mind is they also took a number of prisoners, um, the the Mormon hierarchy who were practicing polygamy at this time. Yep. that is when they arrested them, and they were being held at Camp at Floyd, Camp Floyd yeah. and they were using. I mean, their own force, but they were also using these prisoners to build the camp. Well, and part of why this is such a significant part
0: of Utah history, um, I mean, other than the fact that, the, you know, there was actually a war, so to speak, essentially a pre-Civil War, Civil War uh, within the Utah Territory is what this actually did for the Utah economy. <laughs> Because I mean this is this is in the late 1850s, 1858, 1859 and they estimate that
3: the camp cost $200,000 to build. And of that 200,000, they estimate that 50,000 of it went to the to the Mormons. Yeah. Because once the Mormons kind of figured things out, which didn't take them too long, they're like, "Hey, we can start selling to them because there is nothing else anywhere around." So they start selling goods, they start selling horses, they start selling food supplies, they start so- selling the horrible beer that gave everybody diarrhea, uh, but they're selling all of this stuff, and they're being hired. So, like the, the the majority of the buildings in the fort or the camp were adobe, and so these there's guys mud, yeah set up these massive adobe fields. Because adobe, for those of you who don't know, is you take basically straw, mud. There's a little bit more mixed into it, but then you make essentially a you make brick, a brick and you set let it out, out the it. sun. And and believe me, in July in the Utah. It's in the deserts, in
0: Utah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is like if you look around the Southwest, there's tons of homes and ancient, you know, in uh, ancient Native places that are built with Adobe that are still standing, but hundreds, if not possibly thousands. And, of years and to old. give you an idea of of scale, um, you know, two hundred thousand dollars is about six and a half million, uh, in today's dollars. Like it's it's a significant amount of money to.
3: Build basically a mud fort. Well, and when and when they were sent out there, they weren't given the provisions, the money to build this fort. They were sent out there, and nobody really exactly knew what was going to happen. And so they had to. They they had no choice. They had to start paying the locals to help provide everything. So so yeah. So so now the tables have turned. They're still harassing them. They're still letting their their horses out at night they're still but now they're selling stuff to them and making a whole lot of money yeah a army. whole
0: ton of money so the, i mean the 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 quarter of that they think went basically directly to brigham young and the church itself but there's countless i mean utah at the time was
3: all lds because they basically killed everyone else hm. when they got here as the catholics like so then and then <laughs> for example when the when the army took over they said everything and there was a mileage there was like everything 25 miles radius of this belongs to the U.S. government. Uh, and of course, the people were, they were already homesteaders. They were like, well, no, we, we voted this, that. And they're like, on your illegal voting system that the United States government doesn't, doesn't recognize this is ours.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, and, and that continued. I mean, the fort was, the fort was very short lived, right? I mean, this was not like something that, uh, that lasted a really long
3: time. I think Camp Floyd closed down in like 61. So 61 because, of heightened tensions back east with the civil war uh-huh. about to erupt uh after that period of time they they figured that this mormon issues not the problem that they thought it was so they slowly broke down so they didn't just empty the fort so they went from three thousand to seven hundred and then the 700 maintained for about another six to nine months. And then the yeah, seven. Well, and one of the things to keep in
0: mind, like the reason this war and and this period is referred to as Buchanan's blunder is because he basically just looked like a dipshit. Like the, we didn't come and do anything. The Mormons, the, the Mormons really fucked over the military, the U.S. Army at the time uh, constantly. So they're on one hand, the U.S. Army is paying them for things. And on the other hand. They're like, stealing it. They're stealing the mules and turning around and fucking buying them, you know, paying, you know, having them, having the U.S. Army pay for the mules that they had just stolen from the U.S. Right. Army. Like, that's exactly the kind of shit that went on for two years. And, um, you know, it, basically Buchanan was made to look a fool. Like, okay, I'm going to quell, you know, I'm going to squash the Mormon uprising in, in Utah. And he did nothing of the sort. No. Nope. Well, and, it, it, really not even a single shot was fired yeah i mean it was it, again like the mountain meadows massacre is actually considered part of the utah war uh but that was again that was just a fucking massacre that was the 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 the, the church and the, the militia murdering people right but uh there were no like u.s uh soldiers really killed in that uh in all that exchange um but it's a pretty, I mean, it's a
3: pretty significant part of Utah history. It did a lot to bolster the economy. Right. Well, so the other thing is, uh, the Army Corps of Engineers built roads. Yes. Massive roads. They're the ones that put the roads through Provo Canyon, uh, cutting like two, over 200 miles out of a normal trip going around the mountain range mm-hmm. or going different routes. Uh, they built up the town at the time. The town of Fairfield became the third largest city in Salt Lake, in well, Utah at the time. Oh, yeah, because there were 3,000 U.S. troops there. <laughs> Living
0: there. They had like 17. And, 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 and it's army bases then weren't any different than they are now. So you have the, whatever troop grouping there is, but there's a reason like Hill Air Force Base is a huge part of the Utah economy because right. it employs so many people, not just military people, but a lot of civilians. Right. And so you, you know, communities
3: grow around that. That's why Layton exists as right. the Air Force Base. Well, and the other thing you had to think about back in this day, it's not like it's not like the the military bought anything. They had to set up massive farms. Yeah, they immediately they grew that their was stuff. one of the very yeah. first things you start growing food and start and what they couldn't grow, they would have to buy. But this is the 1800s. There's no Walmart. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was also like they would have stuff shipped in, but this was just it. Like Buchanan
0: didn't ship stuff for them, and the stuff that they did ship. The militia basically fucked up the whole shipping lane, right? They, right. So they were burning fields and they were disrupting, like breaking wagons down, right. and robbing them, and uh, yeah, it was the whole thing. <laughs> just like you read it, and you're like, man, like the federal government was dumb as shit. Like they sent this force and then just like pussed out when it came to yeah. it. Like they just
3: completely like, oh, well, yeah, why I know? know. So they marched down, marched. Down There's a show of
0: force, guys. Main
3: Street. Show of force, and then and then they basically. Well, I mean, I think a big
0: part of it is they didn't want to see all that destruction, right? Because the people were going to destroy their homes, and so
3: they were like, "Okay, well let's let's go down this way where they don't." Well, want and see I this. mean, they did do other things while well, they were stationed there. They were the halfway t- point between California, so they did a lot escort of people, they did uh, supply runs, they did once again the roads. That was the big one. Is the the Army Corps of Engineers basically built the infrastructure that still exists today and then it became uh, a stop for the Pony Express and that was the big one so even after the army left Camp Floyd stayed a, a Pony Express stop for another I don't know 10 15 plus years so it, it still had the inn, so that the, the Pony Express riders that was a spot where they would go Freshen up horses, change riders, change horses. Oh, the the other thing that's really interesting is when they decided to pull out of Camp Floyd.
0: So this is as Buchanan is like leaving office. Uh and and um the the army there, so they replaced the general that's running the post or the I don't think it was
3: a I don't remember if it was a general or not, but they were, Yeah, because they sent him back to send, they, they, deal they, with they civil sent war. him back
0: to do civil war stuff, send another guy out here, and the guy that they send out and say, Okay, now you're in charge of this camp,
3: he's like we don't need this many people. We don't need 3,000 troops here. Well, the guy they sent back had actually been part of the Mormon battalion. Yes. That marched. So he was sympathetic mm. to the Mormons, which is probably a good thing because it de-escalated yeah. what. Well, and,
0: he, and he's like, we don't really need all these people here. So he dismantles this camp. And so as the troop count goes, they sell off all their stuff. For like nothing. So, <laughs> so like, this, this is kind of, this is kind of like the best way to envision it. So. These guys get there, uh, the army gets there, and their mules, they're mules, they have pack mules, and they have cattle, let's say. So the, the Mormon militia scares off all their cattle, rounds them up, sells the cattle back to the army, right? At a good price. Army buys the cattle, um, and this goes on, they scare them off, they, they, they buy them back. Now the camp needs to be dismantled, and, so now the army goes. Well, we don't need 500 head of cattle. We only need 100. So let me sell you those 400 head of cattle. But I'm going to sell it to you. Uh, let's say they were $100 a head. Now it's $20 a head. Yeah, because I just want to get rid. They're of selling. They're selling it at like rock bottom prices that they've already paid way more than they should have. It a was couple of times. Their fucking cattle to begin <laughs> with. Like this is kind of how the things went for two years, which is why it was such a fuck up. Uh, and they did that. I mean, literally, they sold everything. That's actually why when you go out there today, you can't see anything because when they left, like the mud houses, the adobo houses, like they just rinsed them down. Basically, they just completely
3: made them evaporate. Right, and then they dismantled nearly everything else. Yeah,
0: they they sold off the adobe bricks. They yeah. they
3: uh, dismantled the barns, took the wood, dismantled yeah, it, the... anything that they could. They dismantled and sold. It's it's like absurd. Well, and much... back in that day. The army sold off all, all of the weapons too. Yeah. Armies don't do that now, but back then they sold all the rifles. They're like, oh yeah, we don't
0: need, we don't need guns for 3,000 men when we only have 500. We're going to sell the 2,500 guns back to, right back to the Mormons. Oh, here you go. Mormons have these guns. Don't go killing anybody this time. You rascals. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, this was not, this is a monumental fuck up on the U.S. government's part. Um, I mean, thankfully it resolved peacefully, right?
3: Cause then, then, like, really so, leading right out of this is the Civil War. Then at the very end of all of this, uh, somehow, some way, Brigham Young agreed to, to the final demands that they had in return that he, the Mormon Church, and all of these guerrilla Mormons were, um, ex- exonified by the government.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the, the government basically says, uh yeah okay we'll leave we'll just consider this this whole door closed and um
3: you have immunity don't worry yeah. about all the people you killed you're good you're good we understand so once again that that Buchanan and his constituents were really- I mean in this I mean this is really one of the big
0: things that he's known for fucking up in his presidency yeah he was not I mean and you probably heard the name Buchanan and don't really think much about who he
3: was this is part of why so Anyway, so that is Camp Floyd. And once again, we couldn't talk just about Camp Floyd. You had to talk well, about it. cause it's just so tied into all these other things that happened back, there. back before Utah was a state.
0: Uh, you know, the, and the fact that it, I mean, it was a civil war, right? It, it was a peaceful civil war that didn't have, you know, deaths of U.S. troops, but
3: people died. People were involved in it. Uh, oh yeah. Well, and, and the town of Fairfield, because it was a military town, there were shootings. There were gambling. Oh yeah. Well, and they were like they prostitutes. Were, I mean, that there's... was a big problem that the Mormons had.
0: Is like they, they, the military guys would go up to Salt Lake and be like, "Oh, hi, nice little Mormon girl. Why don't you come hook down for us at the, uh, the, the base?" Uh, <laughs> that's I mean, true. that's it's really what happened. Uh, and of course, you know, but this is the thing. Like, this is at the time when Mormons are like they're making beer, they're selling beer to the troops. Cause it wasn't they're, a problem yet. Yeah.
3: So I don't know like it's uh it's a it's a very interesting piece of our history, so to this day you can go out there there's uh there's a monument that talks about it and like I say there's the original like it supposedly isn't that like super haunted down there supposedly but but one of the- the, the only original building left and I think it was like the, the the mess hall or something like that still exists they do classes they do different things there um really though really all that's left is you can stand in the middle of The foundation's footprint. Yeah. Uh, and it was like 1100 feet by 60 feet or something like that. And the, the, the little bits of foundation are still there. So you can, you could stand in what was the fort, but, but after a short period of time, they realized the fortress part of it really wasn't that necessary. So it started to expand. It just became a base. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So, so within the central fort would have been the headquarters, the, the officers. But, yeah, but, but they didn't even keep like the munitions there. Like the,
0: the yeah, they built their own you, munitions. You, well, you have to like you don't want the you don't want all the gunpowder
3: because this is the 1850s. It's still black powder, like, right? Well, know. and they still had they still had issues with Indians um, raiding and and yeah, it was
0: Indians back then. We call them Native Americans or First Nationers if you're in Canada. But it was Indians back then. then back then that's what they referred the to the Utes and the yeah. Utes, as they should have because we took all their fucking land because the funny thing is we're fighting over this but it, none of it was there was our land truly yeah truly <laughs> and we had just committed genocide of an entire fucking <laughs> continent two continents of people right underwent complete genocide and, and we don't talk about that enough uh, but maybe that's for another show because uh i think that's going to do it uh for this episode um Hopefully you liked what you heard. Um, I don't give a shit if you didn't. Um, Super
3: interesting. You know, if you did like what you heard, do listening. a little research because yeah. there's a lot of cool information. There's a ton of stuff on this out there on all of the, all of this topic because it's all it's all tied into one messy conglomerate.
0: Uh, and it's it's interesting. It's an interesting part of Utah history. I don't know. I didn't grow up here. I don't know if they teach about that in Utah history. I would imagine not because.
2: They teach that it happened, but for very, very, very different reasons.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would assume. So, right? Like to the victors go the spoils. Clearly the Mormons made out in this war. Hmm. Um, and, and, and Mormons run Utah. I mean, we have a super majority, uh, Republican legislature. Uh, but even with Democrats, it's, it's absurd how many LDS folks are running our government in this state. And that's okay. It's a 60% LDS state. Like that's, I don't know another state in the nation that has that significance of a single religion, uh, presence. So it's just a unique part about Utah. Um, I don't know where the fuck, I, oh, but history, um, Sorry. you know. Wyoming history um, is is interesting because you get taught about all the different things that happen in Wyoming. So the Oregon Trail, you get taught about like the geography of Wyoming, like a lot of people don't understand what plateaus are in the high desert. Mm. That's a big part of what Wyoming has. Like Wyoming is a giant fucking plateau essentially. Um but in Utah, because the Mormons wrote the history books, like, these are significant events. The U.S. Army had its biggest positioning of troops in the country here for a couple years.
3: But you don't really get taught why. The whole side, But yeah, why? All the illegal things that were going on. You're just taught that, oh, the army showed up to stop Mormonism.
0: Yeah, which yeah. isn't really, I mean, they did, but it wasn't really to stop Mormonism. so much Mormonism the, is, in and of itself, nobody cared. That wasn't the point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was all the stuff that they did anyway. Um, hopefully you liked it and, and share the episode, please. Um, that's what helps us more than anything is, is, uh, when you guys share stuff. Uh, and then, um, you know, follow us on social media at TNU podcasts on almost every platform. I think the Facebook is actually the a Utah podcast, but I don't remember what the actual username is. (laughs) It doesn't really matter. Um, our web TNU
2: podcast is
0: it TNU podcast for the username there. So yeah, it really is TNU podcast on every platform. Um, the new Utah.com is our website. Um, hopefully, I'll get the uh, gumption to put up the food thing because I think it's a really good idea. Yeah, uh, but we do have, like I said, there's there's the one things to do in Utah with tons of stuff that, and this is all from guests that have said, "Hey, you should really do this thing. You should go on this hike. You should go check out these tunnels." I mean, we just had the the summer. Uh, solstice. Oh and, yeah, and the summer solstice, like going up to those sun tunnels up in like obscure fucking northwestern Utah that takes two hours to get to from Salt Lake, is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, equinoxes are really cool there. Um, but it's stuff like that that um kind of off the beaten path sometimes.
3: Um, that are and our what are they called? Dark sky. Our dark sky. Yeah, areas. we have tons of dark sky areas. S- lots of cool stuff. There. That- you wouldn't really think about or know, but yeah. Lots of cool stuff featured on the
0: site. It's not just, uh, recaps of, of the show, although those do exist. There are recaps of the show as well. Um, but interesting. If you, if you want links to stuff like for this episode, I'm sure I'll put up links to the water saving stuff on Slow the Flow and the Unified Fire stuff. Um, I'm sure when I get to this week's blog, I'll put up links to the, Events that I talked about last week. So <laughs> hopefully uh hopefully um you guys find it helpful, um for sure. And next week I what well, I don't even know what we're doing next week. I
3: usually don't know until like Sunday Sunday or so. We have guests for next week, so
0: uh, yeah, so we'll talk to the guests next week and have well, a good the fourth old Fourth of July will be
3: over. So hopefully Utah still we'll know standing.
0: how we'll know how stupid people were. Yep. Um, we'll probably do a recap on stupidity and and uh, dry stuff, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. So thanks for listening.